Welcome everybody to the Avengers Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Peyton, and with me is my co-host, Torn. What's up? Yo, what's good? Uh, everything is going swell so far. Um, we got a pretty good show for you this week. Uh, we're going to be talking about, obviously, the news of the week. Uh, we might be talking about the Venom 2 post credit scene. We'll see. Um, we're going to be talking about episode 8 of What If... And the topic for today is we're going to be talking about the uh, what is the best uh, Star Wars trilogy. So the original trilogy, prequel trilogy, or the sequel trilogy. We were going to talk about Venom 2, but neither of us got to see it because circumstances. So we'll probably be talking about that next week. I think I, I think that's a safe bet that we'll, uh, we'll have seen it by next week. But um, the week after next is DC Fandom. That crept up on us quick. I know. Like, it, it has... Time's going by so fast. I swear to God, we, ju- we just learned that we're even getting a DC Fandom this year. Uh, but here we are. Oh, um, yeah, so uh, let's start off with the news of the week. Um, it's a pretty slow news week, to be honest, but uh, there there's, a, there's definitely a couple highlights on here. Um... The first thing we got here is we got our first look at the Last of Us series on HBO. It's a small picture. It's uh, Joel and Ellie, and they're like, I don't know, like looking at a crash plane or whatever. It's from behind, but <laughs> I mean, and I can't lie. The first time I saw the picture, I straight up thought it was from the game. Yeah, I, I think it looks good so far, and I can't wait to see um, how they go about it. Because, you know, The Last of Us is a very, you know, very controversial series to to say the least definitely um it seems as though from what uh everyone can gather it's they're like following the beats of the game but it's not it's not like they're remaking the game in a show form so i'm i'm curious to see where they're going to diverge and um if we'll learn anything new about these characters i think the i think if you're going to do something like this you you have to do something different you can't just remake the game when the game is so in-depth i mean it's just hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of gameplay you can't get that uh same thing in a in a tv series so uh, i guess we'll see but um first uh, a little bit of star wars news not much but uh the book of boba fett is confirmed to be releasing this year it was sort of up in the air because of covid and all that but it is confirmed to be releasing on December 29th. Uh, so, I mean, this series is going to... I don't know what this series is going to be, to be honest. Obviously, uh, Boba Fett, but I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with it. I'm going to watch it regardless because it's Star Wars. But uh, I do feel like... Yeah, I do feel like it's going to... Uh, I feel like it should, in my opinion, take place um, after Episode 6 and into the... Where he escapes the Starlight Pit. I think Unless we're gonna. gonna I think we're gonna out. get that. I think it's gonna be like we're gonna follow him after his appearance in the Mandalorian, but we'll get like mm, yeah. very frequent flashbacks to uh, him and the Sarlacc pit and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, some DC news: Ian Bowen uh, has been cast in Superman and Lois season two, so it's a little bit of a Teen Wolf uh, reunion there. Uh, I think I think it was reported that he's uh, playing the new head of the DoD. Uh, so it's interesting to see where that's gonna go. Uh, 
I, I I'm just excited for the new season of Superman and Lois. I I'm I think we've talked about it like three times now on the on the podcast, but that show is fantastic. Definitely. Uh, we got um, some some set photos from the Flash season eight. Uh, the first five episodes, as we know now, are going to be a crossover event. What that event will be, we don't know yet. But uh, they're filming it right now, and some set photos came out, a couple of set photos. Uh, one is of Grant and Gustin's Barry Allen, presumably, in what appears to be a reverse Flash costume. What the hell yeah. is that about? Looking like a Saitama from One Punch Man. It's all, <laughs> it's all, I, it's all I see, but... I'm I'm actually excited to see more like more like Grand Gustin playing an evil role, you know. We haven't gotten that since season 3. So that'd be kind of cool. Well, Definitely. technically also season 6 cuz you know with the whole blood oh, work, blood, yeah. negative flash, negative thing, but so I like to see more evil Grant Gustin. And I'm glad we're getting that right now. I I just want the Flash to be good again. <laughs> <laughs> just, just please, please, man, and just also, make a good season. And also, in that set photo, there is a uh, Damian Dark. Yep, Damian Dark. Here. So he's uh, confirmed to return too. Uh, from just the cast list alone for these uh, this crossover event, it it looks good. I'm definitely gonna be watching it. But as for the rest of the season for the Flash, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but another set photo came out. This is very exciting. Uh, Ryan Choi is back. Um, and if you remember, he was in the Crisis on Infinite Earths event uh, a while ago. And he was just completely underutilized. And he was like yeah, never definitely. seen again for some reason. It was like, why bring in this character if you're not going to use him? Well, he's back. And... It it looks like he's the frickin' Adam. He's he's yeah. in costume as the Adam, so that's super exciting. I wonder. Uh, I, I wonder if he's like the Adam in training, and Brandon Routh's character is gonna is gonna be like coaching him or something. I don't know. That'd be pretty fun to see. Um, but yeah, super exciting to see Ryan Choi. Um, I think what the the last time we saw like Ryan Choi. I mean, we re- we really haven't just seen Ryan Choi in live action in general, but like the last time was what Zack Snyder's Justice League, yeah, which was a big he surprise was... for me. I was like, "What the? F- <laughs> it's Ryan Choi?" Yeah, I know. And uh, like you know, a little small thing of Ryan Choi. You also there's an Easter egg in the Batman Arkham games. I think it's Arkham. It's either Arkham Knight or Arkham City. You see Ryan Choi's name along with like other people. Which is really cool, in my opinion. Which is, like, written down? Where is it? Yeah, it's, like, written down. I think it's in a classroom or some mm. sorts. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, like little Easter eggs in those games. Like, you see, like, uh, like Renee Montoya and, like, all that stuff. It's actually really cool um, seeing that. But, yeah, we still need to see more Ryan Choi. Um, I'm excited to see him. It was, I was excited to see him in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, and seeing that set photo was pretty cool because... It looks comic accurate, too. It does look comic accurate. We've uh, been seeing a lot of comic accurate uh, live action suits for both Marvel and DC. CW lately. has really stepped up their suit game. Yeah, definitely. Ever since definitely. what season six of the Flash, like there's like they've really been doing 
pretty good as far as suits go, mostly. Still need, still need those gold boots for the Flash. And we get the we're getting red boots for his reverse Flash. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, one, it's sick, one, but one day, one we need day, them gold bro. boots. I mean, the showrunner confirmed that we will be getting the gold boots someday, but I need it now. <laughs> I, I know, but I'm excited to see what they're gonna do for season eight. Hopefully, it's better than season seven. Cause my God, you know, let, let's not talk about it. No. Yeah, <laughs> it, it um, upsets, upsets me. Uh, we got some got some Marvel news. Um, the Eternals has a possible reported runtime of two hours and thirty six minutes. It's unclear if this is a if this is just like a placeholder or if this is the actual runtime. But if it is the actual runtime, that's just a long movie. Uh, but I mean, with with all the characters that are in it and with how how much time they have to go through in that movie it makes sense that it's it's pretty long yeah there's definitely a lot of a lot of build up to the eternals um which also kind of upsets me is that like not a lot of people are excited for this movie and it sucks because like even though they're not like like super super big like in the comics the Eternals play like a really important part in like the Marvel Universe especially like later on down the line like for the X-Men and all that stuff yeah I can definitely seeing this being their Marvel's next Guardians of the Galaxy where everyone's like what the fuck is this and then it comes out and everybody loves it yeah exactly like who and are these like, nobodies like, exactly but you, and you like the thing is I like even though you don't have like I mean like, at least to me like you of course you have like some like some big stars like you know kit harrington uh richard madden Sama, yeah richard madden sama hayek um camille nagiani yeah camille nagiani and um what's his the name other one yeah uh paper boy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all just call him paper boy from atlanta but he is like they they just have a really good cast and it's like dang like with a cast like you know angelina jolie Angelina Jolie, oh my god, I've heard, how, how can I forget about her? But um, it's just like, how can people not be excited for this movie? And like, I get it, you know, I you know I understand, like I said, you know, this is like kind of a Guardians of the Galaxy, no one really knows who the Eternals are, but it's like, dude. I'm optimistic like, be- because it's, because I have no idea who the Eternals are, like, I, I, I am not familiar with them at all, but yeah. you have, again, like you said, the cast, you have an Oscar-winning director now, um, yeah, close Zhao. Chloe, Chloe Zhao, exactly. Um, and it actually, this is the first MCU movie that I've seen just based on the trailers that looks different. That looks genuinely look, different. It does look very and different. Shang-Chi and like, was, was different, but it's still the MCU, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's still like, a, like an MCU uh, like you know formula. But also the thing is with um, the Eternals is that you know Chloe Zhao, she's really, really authentic when it comes to like um, scenery and like sets. So yeah, most that cinematography sets, looks beautiful. Yeah, so she she knows what she's doing with that, and this so like I I can tell that there's gonna be a little less like CGI compared to like you know the other Marvel movies, just because she's really authentic when it comes to set design. Um, but yeah, the. Uh, but Faceos is played by Brian Tyree Henry. Yes, um, that's that's insane. So, yeah, so but 
like I said, you know, all each of the Eternals is is something different. They all have different ambitions within each other. Um, and I'm really excited to see this movie. I'm I'm really excited to see it. Definitely, it's like almost almost a little bit over a month away, right? Yeah, yeah. We're supposed to got we're supposed to get it last year, but mm, whatever. Yeah, shit happens. Um, a little uh, some more Eternals news. This one's kind of funny, uh, but also annoying. Uh, Eternals has been rated R mm-hmm. in Russia yeah, be- because in Russia, the gays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The gays are in. They're like, mm, no, thank you. Yeah, Russia is very, very critical when it comes to that, to say the least. So, um, yeah, it's definitely going to be PG 13 for uh, us. Um, so, uh, someone at Marvel has said that a uh, multiplayer game exclusive to PS5 is in development. Uh, it's unclear what kind of game it will be, but I mean, another PX, PS5 exclusive. Woohoo. Uh, nice. so, so that's cool. We're getting more Marvel games. Um, Marvel games, if it's not Insomniac, it's very hit or miss. Yeah, that's true. It is very hit or miss. Although the, apparently that Guardians of the Galaxy game is getting relatively decent reviews. So I don't know, maybe that'll be a, a sleeper hit. But uh, speaking of some Marvel video games, the Marvel uh, vice president has said Insomniac Spider-Man 2 will be a darker story comparing it to the likes of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I did see that like a couple of days ago. What does that mean? Because the first story, I mean, it was I mean, the, the ending was relatively dark. Yeah. So I don't know. What if they do like because we know Craven's in it. What if they do Craven's Last Hunt? I feel like I feel like that's what they're going for since they have the symbiote suit or at least Venom. Yeah, I feel like the they're they're suit. they're hyping up Venom like Venom's the main villain, but I feel like Craven's going to end up being the main villain. Yeah, that's true because like, um, spoiler if you haven't played or seen you know Spider Man, uh, the ending of the post credit scene of Spider Man is that it's actually Harry instead of a Brock, so. That's actually interesting yeah. to see, um, but overall, like I'm excited to see where that story goes. Considering we'll both we'll both have Peter and Miles in it. Definitely, man, I'm excited for that game. 2023. It feels like an eternity away, but it's gonna be. It's gonna feel like it. It. It's gonna. It's like tomorrow is gonna come, and then all of a sudden it's 2023. I know. Um. So. Uh, some good news: Disney and Scarlett Johansson have settled their lawsuit over Black Widow, and apparently, uh, Scarlett Johansson is reportedly being paid over forty million dollars. So, GG, Scarlett Johansson, you did it! Uh, congrats! Uh, Thank you. Yes, you got you got that bag. You got that bag. Give me a million because I'm poor. Please <laughs> share the wealth. Uh, um, I won't. I, I don't ask for much. I'm just trying to get a car. For real. Maybe even a dog. Uh, uh, some uh, very, very recent news. Just what, what like this morning? Uh, according to... I'm, I'm trying not to get my hopes up for this because, I mean, it could be it could be fake, but this dude's uh, is it, is mostly it, reliable. Uh, is it peak, fi- peak fiction? You, you know what I'm talking uh, yeah, about, Yeah, right? it's, it's peak fiction, all right. Uh, <laughs> it's reported... Uh, from Daniel RPK on his Patreon that Daredevil 
uh, is coming back for his own series at some point. But not only that, I mean, because we already kind of knew that Daredevil was coming back in No Way Home. But what we didn't know is that Daniel RPK said, at least, that most of the cast is apparently going to be returning in the Echo series that we talked about, like, what, like, last week, two weeks ago? Um, Apparently most of the cast are going to be returning, and it's sort of going to act like its own little Daredevil season four. Uh, Please, God, please be real. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Please be legitimate. Bro, we we just... Like, besides Superman and Lois, Daredevil is, like, literally peak Marvel television. I swear. I don't care. Like, that is peak Marvel television right there, and we... We need it. I remember, I remember, dude, I swear, whenever, like, Daredevil got, like, you know, canceled, air quote, people were just, it was, it was just chaos on social media. Chaos. Yeah. And, like, people had signed petitions. Even uh, Vincent D'Onofrio signed a petition. He was even had a petition up to get Daredevil back on. Which is cool to see how much he likes that character. He loves to play him. Of course, you know, and he's really he's really good at he's what he does. He's so good. Such a good actor. Uh man. but man, this I Daniel RBK is like he's pretty reputable. He he he's he's accurate most of the time. I feel like the only time I've seen him be wrong is trailer dates. Mm-hmm. And even then, I mean because of delays and stuff, I don't know how you know, yeah. inaccurate he actually was, but he he's 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 pretty accurate. So this is this this definitely could end up being legit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that is the news for the week. Are we going to talk about this Venom two post credit scene or not? <laughs> um. You know what? Let, let's just talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right. So like I said at the top of the podcast, we didn't get to see Venom two. Um, we'll probably talk about it next week. Probably, I guess I shouldn't make any promises, but <laughs> um, we did see the uh, post-credit scene because it's just everywhere. No one cares about spoilers, I guess. Um, and it's um, well, it's it's, it's certainly interesting. <laughs> I'll say that very so, very interesting. Uh, I'll give it. A, I'll give a little bit of like a uh, a bit of a, a scene breakdown. So. Eddie's if you, if you don't want spoilers skip ahead please god skip ahead um <laughs> Eddie's Eddie's laying there in bed watching TV he's chilling or whatever and there's this big like flash of light outside uh, outside his room and everything's kind of like shaky or whatever and then um it kind of the light kind of engulfs everything and then the TV starts to glitch out and who who pops up on the TV? None other than my guy J. Jonah Jameson, and it's straight out of Far From Home, and he's like, and he's like, Spider Man is Peter Parker, and there's Tom Holland, clear as day, uh, and Venom comes out, and and he's all like, what does he say? Doesn't he say like like he looks tasty? <laughs> He's, he's yeah he's he um he says like this guy and he like looks this like looks at TV yeah I think he, I think he says like he looks tasty Eddie <laughs> uh yeah and then he looks at the screen um 
So yeah, uh, does this uh, th- does this mean he'll show up in the future, or does this mean he'll show up in No Way Home? Um, I I person I personally feel like um he could appear in No Way Home because of the shake, but honestly, because that's definitely maybe, a multiversal. Like he like got chucked into MCU. Yeah, yeah. So also, what they could because like I mean. There's multiple things going around, you know, with Andy Circus, you know, with Sony, is that what they're going to do is that they won't meet each other yet. They're, of course, they're still in the same, like, you know, universe, but they won't meet each other yet because what Sony wants to do is a standalone... Sinister Six. But, no, 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 not a Sinister Six. They want to do a Venom versus Spidey movie, like, on its own. Like, th- that's what they want to do first. <clears throat> and I'm like... I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm, I, I personally like the choice they're going with right now, even though you may not like it because you hate Venom. I don't want to get into it. I'll, I'll get into it next week. <laughs> yeah, Listen, there's, it's, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, uh, like bat. It's like the DCEU for me for like, for like Ben Affleck's Batman. I don't like him. But I, there's still like a level of enjoyment because it's still Batman. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's like that. Like I hate it. <laughs> I hate I hate this Venom. But I'm still like it's still Venom though. <laughs> so I'm still, yeah. I'm still having yeah, a little you, bit of you, fun with it. Yeah, you're you're invested into the character, but not like the interpretation of it or the right. iteration of it. Yeah, and that's fine, and that, and that's completely understandable. Yeah, but I'm I'm, I'm not going to be one of those fucking assholes that go on Twitter and like reply to like. Tom Hardy or something. It's like your 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 movie's garbage. Your 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 interpretation of the character is garbage. Topher Grace was better in Spider Man Three. Yeah, whoever says that is uh, spewing out blatant lies. Yeah, I'm not gonna. But... I'm, I'm not gonna do that. I mean, I'm not a fan, but I'm not gonna be an asshole about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, this 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 could definitely be uh, exciting. What I thought was weird about the scene, if I had to complain. Uh, I thought it was weird how Tom Holland was just standing there with his mask off. Too. Yeah, because we know in Far From Home he certainly does not have his mask off. What is he going to do? Just take off his mask? Like look around? Like oh look at oh what what's going on? That that's that's weird. Yeah, it's De- weird. definitely definitely a little a little like inconsistency. Um, you know, but I mean, hopefully, I don't know. Maybe like if there is like another like scene they shot that that will get fixed or something. I'm not sure, but you know, th- that is pretty weird to me. Yeah, but um, that's the post credit scene for Venom Two. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll talk about the movie uh, in whole uh, next week. But um, now uh, let's get into the latest episode of What If. Because it's certainly oh. it's a it was I mean oh. it was a good one it was good. Well, I forgot about that. Um, so this episode is what if Ultron one, uh, which is uh, if if I was creating what if that that what if would certainly be at the top of the list because Ultron is such an intriguing villain that mm-hmm. they just kind of I don't want to say threw away because I, I I don't not like I, I like the movie uh, I think it's underrated but 
I think they certainly could have done a lot more with Ultron because he's such a big character. Um, so getting to see him again in this new, a lot more powerful light was a lot of fun. I I really like this episode, and um, I, I yeah, I like how it's a kind of like you know an expansion of the last one. Hopefully, um, because like he's he's like the big bad of this you know season, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we're gonna probably see more of them over next week, right? Oh, yeah. the last is the last, it's episode, last episode, right? last episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because I was wondering with the the party Thor episode, because you know, of course, in the trailer you see like Thor fighting like Ultron or like you know the little bots, and I was kind of confused at how we didn't get that in that episode, right? But then you show up at the end, he shows up at the end, and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then you get this episode. And then, of course, you know, the next episode is the last one. So it makes all sense and it's like coming together. Did you, you know? watch the mid-season trailer? No, I haven't. Yeah, probably for the best. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, sometimes for these shows specifically, they got to they gotta chill with some of these trailers showing a yeah. lot of stuff. There's a scene, I guess it doesn't really matter now since we kind of know where it's going. But there was a scene in that trailer, which is from weeks ago now, uh, uh of party Thor and Dr. Strange Supreme just chilling together. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, there's that, but, um, you know, what I wanted to talk about, um, Ultron's, uh, voice. what do you think? I think it sounds, it sounds cool, but I wanted James Spader back. I wanted him back, bro. I wanted James. Didn't Spader we back. all, but my guy, <laughs> the legend, uh, Ross Marquand, who did yeah. who did Mars Marquand, yeah, uh, who did uh, Red Skull in Infinity War and Infinity Endgame War. and the first episode of What If. This dude's a freaking chameleon, because <laughs> like he didn't like he didn't sound like exactly like James Spader. You like you could tell it wasn't James Spader, but man, is he doing a good job? He, he, he does. Like, he, like he's got. I think what I think like the voice isn't exact, but his mannerisms are like yeah, exactly. down to it, a it, T. It's it's definitely it it definitely like sh- like it shows in like the um second half of the or like the third act of the episode where he gains like the consciousness beyond like the multiverse. Yeah. And he starts fighting the Walker. That's when it was like, oh dude, that that was that that's good voice acting right there. That's amazing. Certain yeah, that guy <laughs> You can, you can play anyone at this Wait, point. I know. Um, and then, like, dude, but it's just so he's so menacing too. Like, that is a oh man. Amazing. I hope they bring Ultron back at I, some like in I live really action. I know. We we know he's we know he, we know he's out there and and in like little ways because of what, what Spider Man Homecoming, uh, mm. that little Ultron bot head. So I mean, it could always happen. I, I really hope Honestly, it does. Yeah. Um, but let's talk a little bit about um, Hawkeye and Black Widow in this episode, who got uh, a good amount of play. Yeah. Uh, so Hawkeye but, has lost his arm. Yeah. What if What if Hawkeye was the Winter Soldier? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Dude has like cloaking technology. I know. I saw that. I was like, "What the heck? Where did he get that? That's from? crazy." Um. Uh, some. It was it was so cool nice. seeing that uh, Endgame parallel where uh, Clint sacrifices himself. Yeah, uh, that was pretty, I know that the nice. I know the Natasha stands were real happy about that. 
<laughs> uh, it, it was really cool seeing uh, Zola back in his Winter Soldier form. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was cool, you know, that he has like little uh, like servers just across the world or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was cool seeing him being put in an Ultron bot. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Widow got Red Guardian's shield. That was fun. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, I, uh, what you call it? I liked how, like, I, I, it was nice seeing Zola again, even though I don't like him. It was nice seeing him again. What do you mean you don't like him? I don't like him. I mean, like, he's very, like, I don't like, I don't like the, like, his character. Like, I mean, like, he's a, I just don't like, okay, how do I say this? Like, <laughs> you, do you ever, like, you hate how the character is, but he plays him so good? That's what Zola is for me. Um, what, but what is it, what is it about the character you don't like? No, like, like, I just, okay, so, I definitely think he, like, you know, like of course you know he's a bad guy, and like I don't like how he's he's a bad guy, but like seeing him again, like helping them out because you know, like he, he needed to. That's why I like seeing him now. I can't explain it, but I just don't like Zola. Like he he's interesting. I just don't like it. I just don't like the character. I don't like Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock, but Tom Hardy plays it really well. <laughs> yeah, he plays him. Yeah, of course the actor plays him well. Well, I don't like his character. Um, I liked how I liked how when they found him, Zola was like, "Aha! Look at me! I'm in a I'm in a computer. Know, you right? have no idea what <laughs> you have no idea what's going on. Let me explain everything." And Natasha's like, "We we know, yeah yeah, we, yeah, we, we, we know. Don't worry about we, it. We, we know who you are." Uh, that like Dragon Ball Z fight between the Watcher and Ultron. Yeah, dude, Watcher was throwing some hands. He like, really dang. was. Would he like? Would he like powered up? Got his armor on? I was like, woo. Look at the watcher with his drip. That was amazing. I like that a lot. Um, I, I forgot. I forgot. It was. I think it was Ultron punching the watcher, and he, we're we're like getting transported through all these different universes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the universes, Steve Rogers became the president. Pre- president. Yeah. I want to see that universe. That sounds fun. Um, you also see the the Star Wars. Yeah, you see like, you get Easter to see Mustafar. You get to see Darth Vader's uh, castle. Where when is that Star Wars Marvel crossover? I need it now. Maybe what if season two? I need it. Yeah, I mean we got to see uh, what looks like to be. Uh, I can't. I can't. I can't think of the comic series name right now. But uh, it's like that that medieval era. Mm. I can't. I can't. I can't think of the. I can't. I can't think of the name of the comic. That's gonna. That's gonna annoy me. Um, but. Uh, I think that would be really cool to see in a future episode. I like there's literally infinite possibilities in what if. Um definitely. Like this this is one of those shows that could literally go on for oh, years. Yeah. Oh sh- oh crap. Oh sorry. Um were you talking about 1602? Yes. For, yeah. I, I I read I read a couple of things like that. Yes, that one. Um but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a, a season of this like every year. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Especially since Marvel seems to really want to delve into that animation realm. Mm-hmm. But it, w- it was a great episode. I can't wait for next week's. It's gonna be. I wonder if I wonder if they're gonna like get rid of. Uh, I think 
he's canonically called like Infinity Ultron. I wonder if they're going to like defeat him or if they're going to leave it on a cliffhanger and deal with him next season as well. I personally feel like they should just defeat him in the, in the episode. I just don't want to see a whole ass fucking cliffhanger, bro. I don't like cliffhangers. I want to see them defeat him, but be, in defeating him, there's like, I don't know, like a dead man switch or something, and it goes off, and there's a post credit scene at the end of the episode where it shoots Captain Carter into live action, and she's uh, in Doctor Strange 2. That'd be interesting. I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised that we haven't seen any like post credit scenes, because in the other in the other uh, Disney Plus shows we we got like little post credit scenes. Uh, yeah. By the end of the series. Uh, for sure. But it also makes sense that we don't for this series since it's, I mean it's con- it's connecting now, but before it, it didn't connect. So, I think it is time for the topic. So we're going to be talking about uh, we're going to be talking about um, the Star Wars trilogies and which is best. The answer is obvious, uh, <laughs> but, but opinions are opinions, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so would you like to start? Yeah, my favorite trilogy, because of course the original trilogy, uh, for obvious reasons, it's better. I'm kidding. Um, but to me, is I like I like, uh, I like all the movies in the original trilogy, and the reason why I didn't pick any of the other trilogies was because I only like one movie out of the sing- like out of like the prequels and the sequels, and so um, also I it's because like even though I was born during the prequels. Uh, I I kind of enjoy I kind of watch the original trilogy a lot more just because my grandma had it on VHS, you know, VG, VHS tapes, and um, that's also something that I dived in whenever I was a, a kid, and that's kind of the reason why I just like the original trilogy a lot more. Plus, it's also they have iconic lines, iconic scenes, you know, especially you have like. Empire Strikes Back, uh, stuff from A New Hope. That's also really cool to see. And that, you know, it's also nice seeing, like, how Star Wars was back in the 70s, you know, in, like, rather than now. You you see the evolution uh, of those films. Definitely. Um, You pick the original trilogy. Yeah. Okay, that makes me curious. What what do you what do you think my my choice is? You you definitely like the prequels. No. But I but I wouldn't but I wouldn't be surprised if you picked the sequels too because I I know how much of a fan you are of the sequels. Besides Rise of Skywalker, of course. Oh man. <laughs> no. And I'll get into I'll get into why I don't like these. The my sequels. choice is the original trilogy. Okay. That's fair. Because it's better. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, I mean, like like you said, I mean, every movie in the original trilogy is good to some extent. I mean, Return of the Jedi is probably the worst, but it's not. It's still good, you know? But then Definitely you got, the weakest out of the three. You got the prequels and you got like 
uh, The Phantom Menace, which has a good story, but is incredibly boring. You got Attack of the Clones, which is just trash. And then you got Revenge of the Sith, which is fire. And then yeah. the sequels, you got The Force Awakens, which is good, but safe and kind of annoying. But it, it is what it is. I understand the decision. And then you got The Last Jedi, which is phenomenal. We won't get into that. Uh, and then you got The Rise of Skywalker, which is hot trash. <laughs> exactly. So it's like the original trilogy is, you know, the most consistent. Just Definitely. Period. Um, I'm, I'm surprised you thought I'd choose the prequels. Because, um, like, uh, I mean, I, I like the prequels for what they are. Um, yeah. And as a kid, I watched Revenge of the Sith on repeat. But again, that's like the only good one. So, thanks. Uh, and as far as the as far as the sequels go, like uh, like I said, uh, The Force Awakens played it safe. I remember uh, going to the theater and at the time being like blown away. I remember I remember I was like traumatized isn't the right word, but I was like speechless for like hours because <laughs> of Han Solo. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. I was like, I was in pain. But uh, when The Last Jedi came out, I was, I mean, I love that movie. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. I love that movie. Def- def- definitely a movie that polarized the Star Wars community. If I had to rank the trilogies, it would be original trilogy, sequel trilogy, then prequel trilogy. Because the prequel trilogy only has one good movie, in my opinion. And the sequel trilogy has at least two. Yeah. Um, um, I, I mean, like, I would just say, like, for me, like, the original trilogy and sequel. and I mean, sequel and prequel doesn't really matter because I only like one movie out of both. Um, not to say, like, you know, like, the Star Wars movies are, like, just really, really bad. But it's like, you know... One and two are like pretty mediocre, and then like eight and nine t- to me are like, or you know, they're okay. Personally, the sequels is definitely a trilogy of missed opportunities and wasted potential for a lot of characters. Um, <coughs> Finn, <coughs> but exactly, that's exactly what I was gonna say. It's definitely like I. Like, you know, myself, along with probably many others, a good majority of the Star Wars community would like to see Finn as the Jedi. A Stormtrooper turned Jedi would have been a fucking great thing to see. It would have been so good. Rey, Rey is a good... I like Rey as a protagonist. Even though she's pretty, like... She can be pretty, like, you know, bland at times. But, like, I do feel like... Her becoming a Palpatine was just that shit's like so ass, bro. I know that that, that that is a that is a biggest fucking cop. Oh my god! I like and, I was I was so I was so I was such a um uh a defender of her character up until that point. I was like, man, Ray's cool, man. Like like I uh, and then you know as I was <laughs> I was watching Rise of Skywalker. It's like one of the first times I've ever been in a movie theater and groaned. Because <laughs> she was like, you're a Palpatine. And I was like, oh, come on. Bro, <laughs> Why? Dude, and like the the thing is, like with The Rise of Skywalker, when I saw that movie, I had literally no emotion. I, I was just sitting there 
with my arms like tucked into my you know I'm arms tucked in and just watching the movie like the movie is just the of course you know the beginning had really fast and shit pacing I didn't know what was going on and then like it was just a bunch of like plot holes and cop outs and shit like that and the thing is with the sequels is that there's a lot of like missed out information because you had to read the books like there are books mm-hmm. along like you know with the with that trilogy and the re- there's a reason why that raised a palpatine is because that like you know palpatine before he died had a bunch of fucking clones and was like spreading his seed across a goddamn galaxy <laughs> and that's how ray is a like, palpatine but i don't like that because like i said it's a cop-out like i was invested like of course you know everyone was like oh yeah you know she's a kenobi she's a skywalker i personally would have liked either of those choices rather than you know with her being a palpatine and i know like you know when talking with you you would rather her be a nobody mm-hmm. like not her, 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 I, I, having... I love that idea in the last jedi man because yeah. when they're like you know your parents are nobodies i was like yes anybody can be a jedi any anybody can be you know this powerful I love that so much because up to until this point, it's always like a Kenobi and a Skywalker, and it's like you know the same old, same old. And I, I just, I just want something new. And you know, when the Force Awakens came out, I was like enjoying it because it's Star Wars, and you know, it's following the same beats. But again, I get it; you want to play it safe because it's been so long. I get it. But when the Last Jedi came out, I, I was, I like, I fell in love with it because it did something different and i feel like star wars desperately needed that um ignoring canto bite uh <laughs> um yeah star wars desperately needed something different and the last jedi gave it to me uh just the idea of her being a nobody was just so intriguing to me and it was just thrown away for her being a Palpatine, which is the worst choice they could have made if she was going to be anybody. Yeah, I know. Um, I personally, I like that. It was funny because someone like three years ago made a like a theory video saying, what if Rey became a Palpatine? And when, everyone, when Rise of Skywalker came out, everyone just flooded his comment section. It was like, dude, you are a like freaking like... Like you're a time traveler. Yeah, you're a prophet, bro. It's like, like, how did you even know this and all that stuff like that? Um, when in reality, and, what happened is J.J. Abrams was scrolling through YouTube theories and just picked one. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about J.J. Abrams is that he cannot stick with like movies. He's always going in and going out of movies and stuff like that. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to start something and then not finish it. It's exactly what happens with fucking... Um, Star Trek, he like, you like started though. I forgot, like the main the new Star Trek. It's just and Star he Trek. left. Yeah, just Star Trek, and then like he, he left that you know, after that project he left and they made a new one, and then like he came back because I think there's another one that's out that uh, I haven't even seen. Beyond, I thought you haven't seen yeah. any of them. No, I saw I saw like the the reboot of Star Trek. I saw I've seen that one. Oh. And I haven't seen, but I haven't seen. He directed. Uh, he directed the first one and the second one. He didn't direct the third one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well then. Okay. Okay. Then. Yeah. But it's it still stands. He cannot complete a trilogy. Exactly. You know? Um. Although. 
the Star Trek trilogy is by far better. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. It's so it, much it more consistent. Is. And funnily enough, like, the one that he didn't direct, people really like. Yo, oh, okay. Um, I'll have to check that out. That's people out people really like the first one because it's because mm-hmm. it's, it's great. Uh, and Star Trek fans hated the second one. As a movie, it's they pretty good, it. but uh, but for like Star Trek fans, people hated it. Um, and then the third one came out, and it was sort of like almost like a return to form, almost. And yeah, people people really loved it. Um, so you've only you've only seen the first one. Yeah, I've only seen the first one. I highly recommend really? watching the other two. It's very good. It, yeah, I'm I'm gonna watch them. You know, because uh, I've been meaning to watch them, but you know been years and I haven't gotten a chance. The second to. one is only bad if you're if you're a Star Trek fan, which we're not. <laughs> yeah. So like as a trilogy, I think it works really well, but Okay. Um, but here's the thing. Here's oh, the thing. My my dad is a massive Star Trek fan, has been since he was a kid, and my dad's my dad my my dad makes no makes no sense at all. He, he he's a big Star Trek fan. He's also a big James Bond fan, right? And um, for Star Trek, he loved the first one, and again, Star Trek fans hated the second one. That's his favorite. Mm-hmm. And again, Star Trek fans really love the third one. That's his least favorite. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. And 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 uh, for James Bond, um, uh, most people's favorite uh, James Bond for the Daniel Craig movie specifically is Skyfall and yeah. he didn't like it because he thought it was quote to James Bond. <laughs> like dad, what do you what do you what do you mean? What do you mean it's to James Bond? It's James Bond. Like that's what it's supposed to be. But um actually I think I like in hindsight I actually think I know what he means cuz Skyfall is is very like returned to form like they gave him all his like sort of classic stuff back and stuff like that. So I think I I think I actually get it now but for the Star Trek stuff, I'm like, I don't... I do not understand you. Yeah. I I understand. But, uh, going back to Star Wars, um, I don't know. I, I just... I, I really think that, uh, when, if they ever do make, like, another Star Wars movie, which, I don't know if they will. I don't know. I kind of want them to do something. Yeah, they will. Oh, of course. But I do. I want them. I want to know what direction they would go. I feel like they were sort of going with like the. They're sort of going with like the legend, the legends thing at some point. Well, they um, keep saying whatever. they're done with the Skywalker saga. I mean, I feel like they should. Dude, they should keep it done. Yeah, uh, we desperately. Yeah, again, we desperately need something new. Um, I want honestly, if they were to go like it's like a, like a different route. I want to see, like, mm, no, because we kind of already got that in the original trilogy. Because um, I was gonna say, like, I would, I would want to see a little bit more Vader stories, but like I said, we already, yeah, we kind of already got that, you know, in the original trilogy. Um, I don't know. I really want them to do something like just like. Well, uh, Patty Jenkins is directing her Rogue Squadron movie. A what? A what movie? Rogue Squadron. Oh, okay, okay. That's yeah, cool. so that's happening. I don't know. I don't know when that's happening, but it's happening. That's the next movie that's coming out, because they said after the Rise of Skywalker, they were going to take a break from films, 
for the foreseeable mm-hmm. future. I th- so, and that's the first one that's uh, yeah, uh, for when they come back. Uh, but obviously, they're you know keeping it strong with all these shows and stuff. Definitely, um, yeah, these shows are really, really, really strong. I don't understand people that would pick uh, the prequel trilogy over this over the original trilogy. Like I get because yeah. like there's so there's so many. I see it all the time. People are like the prequel, the prequel trilogy is like it's so good or whatever. I'm like, no, it's not. Like, like, like I I feel like anyone that says that like hardcore has like rose tinted glasses glasses on. It's like like just massively nostalgia driven because yeah. Again, I watch those movies all the time as a kid, but I acknowledge they are not good movies except Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, Revenge but of even, the Sith is like... But even then, Revenge of the yeah. Sith is questionable at times. Because the thing is, like, you know, with the prequel trilogy, um, now, if you're a big fan of romance, I can see someone liking Attack of the Clones. Because that, that is mostly a romance-driven Star Wars movie, you know? Uh, and the thing is, like, with... And I can also see someone who likes the prequel trilogy a lot if they're really into politics. That's what you know. Mostly, the prequel trilogy is uh, about is like you know political movements and like all that type of stuff. But and like and the only reason, the only thing I can see people liking episode one is for is like of course Qui Gon and Obi Wan versus Darth Maul. Like, when have you ever heard of someone saying, "Oh, I like the pod racing in episode one"? No one says that. No one. I so. like the pod racing episode one. No. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> no. This is, this is what NASCAR <laughs> needs to take from this movie. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, the dialogue is just laughably bad. I'll always respect them for what they did for like special effects. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the dialogue is laugh- laughably bad. The story is just not there. Um... The acting just feels wooden, uh, except from like Ewan McGregor, who's a legend, um, which I can't blame the actors for. I mean, I think there's I think there's quite a few factors there, but I mean, you just gotta look at it objectively. Sometimes they're not good movies. It's okay. It's okay to like them. That's not. That's not. That's not what we're saying. You can like them all you want. Uh, because I enjoy them for what they are. I still find it like I'm not like anytime I like go on another uh, on a Star Wars marathon. I, I never skip them because they're bad. I still watch them because I still find some enjoyment out of them. Kind of like I said earlier, how I how it's like I still like Batman v Superman to a certain extent because it's still Batman. It's 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 like that. I still watch the uh, episode one and two because it's still Star Wars, you know, but yeah, and also exactly. the Phantom Menace fight. Um, yeah, yeah, but I mean, they're not good movies. <laughs> just, yeah, just not, you can't you can't look at them the same way as the original trilogy, man. And and uh, oh god, I don't know if I'm gonna get shit for this, but here we go. I feel like a lot of that that has to do with George Lucas because the only in the original trilogy, the only movie he directed was A New Hope. And uh, and it's been well documented that that movie is only good because uh, of the edit from his wife. Mm-hmm. And the other There's... two were directed by different directors. 
he uh, George Lucas notoriously does not like Empire Strikes Back, even though it's the best Star Wars movie. Yeah, you want to know what's funny about like you know his wife editing a New Hope. Um, so it's just, it's just it's just a little fun fact. So you know Max, you know uh, Mad Max. Yeah. Uh, Mad Max was edited by by a woman, and you know it was by like the director's wife. And his wife was like, why do you want me to direct? I mean, why do you want me to edit it, edit the movie? And he was like, because I would want, because I, I feel like more movies should be edited by women. And like, of course, you know, because of that editing style, like Mad Max was actually like a really good movie because of like her editing style. You, mean, that, that, you know, yeah. The original or Fury Road? Fury Road. I mean, I still haven't seen Fury Road. <laughs> I haven't seen Fury Road either. But I saw I saw the first twenty five. Uh, well, I saw the maybe, maybe the first like half an hour, and I was like, I don't know if this is for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I'll probably get to that's it at why. some point. But but uh, you know, I kind of like that idea though. Like you know, why you know what if like a like not 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 to say like you know like a woman or a man, but it's like like how good would a film be had it been edited by different people? You know. Yeah, definitely. And in the, in the prequel trilogy, again, I mean, George Lucas was essentially surrounded by Yes Men. It was like, is mm-hmm. this good? It's like, yes, uh, Mr. Lucas, it's, 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 it's great. And then he turns to his friend. He's like, that shit's trash, bro. It's going to be so bad. I know. Yeah, that's, a, that's another thing, you know. Like, it's not even about, like, you know, because, you know, of course, you can have, like, pretty crappy dialogue and all that type of stuff, but it's like, and just imagine if like things were edited like a little bit, like just like a little tweak can fix a film, you know, hundred percent. And then you know, like like just think about it, like from like like Rise of Skywalker, just, like like imagine how the pacing had been better if like you know the first fifteen minutes of the film weren't like just fast paced, you know, fighting and like they were cutting to like like a forest of kylo you know? i don't think an edit could have saved that movie to be honest well, i think I, well, if, if, what they should have done is split it into two movies i'm tired i'm tired of trilogies i wish if you're gonna tell a story in a franchise make the saga if you will as long as it needs to be it should have been four mm-hmm. movies okay um Understandable. but yeah i mean uh as I mean, I mean, I don't think an edit could have saved that movie. What are they gonna edit? Edit out like the two lightsaber shit at the end of the movie. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like I can't Bruh. defeat you with love, one lightsaber, but guess what? I have two lightsabers. <laughs> and ridiculous. Like, also the thing with Rise of Skywalker is that there is just a lot of things left out of in that movie. There is a lot. Like you know, there is like. Stuff of like you know Hayden Christensen coming back and like uh, there are also like, the Force Ghosts coming back. Yeah, most of the Force Ghosts coming back and like you know Ray having help with them or uh, having getting help from the Force Ghosts. Oh, and I mean, like you said earlier, man, just so much wasted potential. It really is a lot of wasted potential, and it's like, bruh. Like, and the thing is, like you know, with Snoke, Snoke is one of those characters with wasted potential it's like you build up snoke and then you just kill him off but you know you probably have a reason for that you know like what is your reasoning about snoke dying 
what's my reasoning? Well, I think well when Snoke died, a lot of people were mad because it's like we don't know who he is and he has like no development. Mm. Even though in the original trilogy, Palpatine had zero development. Darth Maul, yeah, Darth Maul, and Palpatine. I just dude no development, and then he just died at the end. We like we don't know. The only reason that we have any info on Palpatine <laughs> at all is the is the prequel trilogy. Not saying that we're gonna get something like that for Snoke, but um, but yeah, I don't, it just him dying wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, it makes sense. I still remember that tweet, bro. I wish I could find it. I wish I could find that tweet because that tweet is so good. The tweet that how tweet. it's like how, how he's like comparing the complaints yeah. for the Last Jedi to original trilogy stuff. Yes, like dude, it's I so good. I I should have bookmarked that tweet, bro. God, that's such a good tweet. It's like think about how we felt back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah, but but regardless, I mean, like he died. I wasn't that you know upset about it. I wish they would have just left it at that. But they, but then they had to go and be like Palpatine's back, and it turns out Snoke was a clone, and he was he was him the entire time. He was just a puppet. Ridiculous, stupid. Yeah. Uh the, that that year was a bad year for Andy Circus. <laughs> yeah. His characters kept dying. I know, dude. <laughs> Poor Andy Circus. Uh, but man, uh, Star Wars. The land of controversy for for no real reason. Just like the Star Wars fandom, the people that hate Star Wars the most is Star Wars fans. Facts. Facts. You hate to see it. But I have nothing else to say. I have already said my thoughts. I have um, nothing else to say either, yeah. Because of Slow News Day, this is a bit of a shorter episode. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, that's the show, right? Yeah, that that is a show. Hit him with the outro. All right. Thank you for listening to the Avengers podcast. If you want to follow us, we're Avengers on Twitter. That's A V E N G E Nerds, all one word. And at the Avengers on Instagram. So go check us out there. Uh, if you want to follow either one of us, you can reach it's Zenith. Uh, that's Peyton and me, which is uh, at Torrentino. And uh, we have a Discord if you guys want to join the conversation here. We also review the show on the app, on the Apple Podcasts. And if you can leave five stars in a review, it would really help us out. Thanks again for listening to the Avengers Podcast. We'll see you next week. Fucking Star Wars sucks. <laughs>